Hello everyone, welcome to Rain and Fruit Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about forgiveness. And so I have titled it, How Can I Forgive? Okay, so first I want to start off by defining what forgiveness is. And I just looked this definition up online, so it was a quick little search, but it says to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or a mistake. Okay, so to stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. So that's just laying the foundation for this episode. I want us to all know what we're talking about with forgiveness. So there's the definition. First and foremost, one of the things that I want to say about forgiveness is that it's not a one-time thing always. It's not something that where you can just have a nice little conversation with somebody or they ask for forgiveness and you're like, oh yes, you know what? I do forgive you. Like it's not always that simple. Sometimes it's a process and a mindset that's constantly being put to use. Um, whether it's forgiving someone for cutting you off in traffic, shining their brights in your eyes and your rear view mirror at night, because we know that that, that has a lot of forgiveness behind it <laughs> or maybe something it could be something much deeper like abuse that you experienced as a child or someone took advantage of you forgiveness is necessary in all of these situations no matter how um, heavy what you're forgiving them for might be more often than not I've heard people that do want to forgive but they just don't know how to and I was that was me at times I just didn't know how to and it's not that I wanted to stay in that bitterness like it's not a fun lifestyle but you know you sometimes things are hard to get past especially when you are maybe still close to the person or you know you have either at your job just anything like that it's not that people don't always necessarily want to forgive but sometimes you just don't know how so Through this episode, I hope that by the end of it, we all feel like we have a pretty good direction to go in for learning how to forgive and um, overall just be better in that department of our lives. And most importantly, remember that it is a process. You may initiate your forgiveness towards someone one day and then maybe it in the process of you forgiving that person, they might do something else. Either way, for those more stubborn areas where we feel like we're just wounded and we it's hard to forgive people, that's what I want to focus on for this episode, especially. Okay, so first I want to address the question, what if I don't want to be the bigger person? What if it makes me look weak? Like, what if I don't want to forgive them? And I want to start to answer this question by reminding us all that God is always forgiving us. It doesn't just stop at what he did at the cross. He, even at the cross though, he already knew every time that we would mess up. And after that, he still chose to forgive us. And so forgiveness is showing love and it's not always necessarily showing it to people that don't deserve it, although we should do that as well, but it's showing love to ourselves because when we forgive, we're free because we don't always realize how much unforgiveness holds us back. It can manifest in our lives in so many different ways, like physical illnesses, um, taking your emotions out or anger out on someone who, who doesn't deserve it and didn't even create the wound, aka bleeding on someone who didn't cut you. And there's just so many consequences to unforgiveness that are negative, obviously, but there are so many positive consequences to living in forgiveness. And there's such a freedom behind it because it's draining to be unforgiving towards someone. Um, triggers. I One thing that I think is so interesting now is that like, and I've done it myself, but you ever have like a conversation with someone and you're like, oh, please don't do that. It triggers me. It triggers me. It triggers me. And it's I feel like it's been so normalized to say that, but 
it's like, when are we all going to decide to heal? Like, so that we don't have triggers. <laughs> like, that's not a normal thing to just be carrying around with you. It's a lot of stress. It's a lot of anxiety attached to it. It's a lot of depression. It's a lot of things that aren't of God that we're carrying around because we have this this door of unforgiveness living with us. And so when we say, oh, don't do that, it triggers me, we're limiting the way that we're able to live because we are choosing to still have that unforgiveness in our hearts, to still have that bitterness, to still have those feelings of resentment towards someone or what they did or a flaw, like the definition previously said. So the goal is to not have triggers at all. Like we don't, we don't want to have those because that signifies that there is something that is obviously unhealed or else we wouldn't be able to trigger it to begin with. And something else to this question where it says, you know, what if it makes me look weak? Somebody may say, what if it makes me look weak? Forgiveness never, ever, ever makes somebody look weak. It might in society's eyes, but truthfully and honestly, it does not make you any weaker. That is pride speaking. And maybe pride doesn't want you to forgive somebody because you, in your head, you think that by forgiving them, it makes what they did right. When in reality, it doesn't, but it makes you free from what they did. You you know what I mean? And so it doesn't matter what they did, but if you want to be free and right before God, you're you're not going to live in that unforgiveness. You want to forgive and you want to be free. And if I know that I can be free, like why else would I want to stay in bondage of walking around with that unforgiveness towards someone? It truly truly is draining and it takes up a lot of mental space and bitterness just walking in your soul. And so um, I kind of want to back this up with some scriptures that I found um, th- that support it. And Matthew six fourteen says, For if you forgive others of their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Mark eleven twenty five says, Whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. That's pretty self-explanatory so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your transgressions and wrongdoings. And then Colossians 3.13 says, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so should you forgive. So out of all three of these, the one that really stood out to me was Mark 11.25, because it's saying, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him so that your father who is in heaven will also forgive you for your transgressions and wrongdoings. So it's saying, if you walk around with all this unforgiveness, how do you expect God to forgive you of your own your own mess? And granted, sometimes we, we have like this scale in society where we're like, okay, this is worse than this. And there are some things that obviously have more impactful consequences on somebody's life than like lying to them. However, sin is sin and wrong is wrong. So if we expect to have God forgive us and give us grace and mercy for all of the things that we have messed up, then how can we not extend that out to somebody else? And so that really just helps me to like be in the position to even forgive because I'm thinking, how am I going to come to God and be like, you know, please forgive me if I can't even do it to others that are his children as well as they choose to be. So it doesn't make you weak and always be the bigger person because in the end it's not for that person that you were forgiving it's for you to be free and you don't even have to contact people to in order to forgive them i think that that's a common misconception as well because people think that oh i don't want to contact them i don't want to reach out to them i don't want them they haven't asked me to forgive them like what no it's for us it's it was never for the other person it's for us literally because it's saying if you want to be forgiven then you must also forgive. So it was never about what they did or who they were to you. It's about whether you want to be free or continue to live this life that is not serving you in any good way. 
So with that being said, I definitely say that one of the best steps that we can take towards actually beginning the process of forgiveness is identifying if we do have any pride in our hearts. Like, the what if I, what if it makes me look weak? How, how will I look if I decide to forgive this person? And also, I think that's something else that comes along with that question of what, what will I look like if I forgive this person is what you're deciding to do. A lot of these situations where we decide to forgive people are very unique unique in the sense that we may not even have a relationship with the person anymore but we still need to forgive them because somewhere along the way they hurt us and we just kept it in our hearts so with the what does it make me look like I think that it's also important that we ask God what this person should be in our life like should they be a friend should they be um should they even be a part of my life anymore? You know what I mean? Because a lot of times, if aside from just the unforgiveness holding us back, if we still keep things that don't belong in our lives in our lives, then that could also further hold us back and create more wounds, honestly, and things for us to even forgive the person for. So I think that another important step is correctly putting this person wherever they should be, whether that's letting them go, allowing them to stay, but, you know, like still... Um, choosing to forgive them and move past that, whatever it may be. I just feel like it's very important to have the guidance of God in that because some people are meant to stay with us forever and some people were just, you know, there to teach us lessons. So I think it's important that we know the relationship when we are forgiving the person for X, Y, Z. So um, before we actually get into the steps that I just am providing as like a guide, there's no one way to do it as long as you you know, you forgive somebody and, you know, you seek God in the process. So that's the thing that I want to say before I even go into these steps that I'm about to recommend is to ask God for help. Ultimately, he knows how to forgive. Obviously, he has always forgiven us and he he continues to forgive us every single day. So why not go to him to know how to do it in your own personal life? It's not always easy or else so many people wouldn't struggle with unforgiveness. So the first step of the process that I think is just just serves as a guide, there's no one way to do it, right, um, is acknowledgement. So this is just recognizing what the person did or whatever happened, what event it was, and understanding what made you form this unforgiveness in the first place. I think it's very important that we acknowledge, you know, why you're even mad. Sometimes people have been so mad for so long that they don't even know necessarily why they don't like a person anymore or why there is resentment there because things have just been piling up as they have been adding to like their tab of unforgiveness. You know what I mean? So acknowledging what you're even forgiving the person for, I think is so, so crucial to the whole process of forgiveness so that you know what you are letting go of and moving past so that you can be free from that and no longer hold that against anybody. Um, The second little step that I have for this guide is to decide. Making the decision to not allow what that person did or what happened to affect your future any longer is also very, very important. That is the whole reason why I'm assuming that we're choosing to forgive because we want to move past it. Again, the having triggers, it's not healthy. We need to be healed and walk free from past trauma and experiences. And a lot of times, I mean, like we can't, we can't control the trauma that we go through. So making the decision to heal is one of the best things that we can do for ourselves and for our overall health. Um, And then the last and third step is the actual forgiving part. It's bringing whatever it may be to God's attention. Let him know that you want to forgive the person for whatever happened and you want that unforgiveness to be taken away from you. Pray, begin to, you know, speak to God and let him know that, hey, this is not something that I want to hold on to, but, you know, I'm struggling and I need your help. 
He will guide you as long as you allow him to. So, you know, just be open to him and his guidance and seek him. Um, Another thing that I realized can help because the power of life and death is in your tongue is to even begin speaking out. Your words have power and whether you are actually at the point where you have forgiven the person or not, or if you even believe that you can, if you have even a little bit of faith that you can begin to speak that you've already forgiven that person. Say, I forgive so-and-so for whatever it is that you're forgiving them for. And as you continue to speak that, you are speaking life over yourself. And because life is, you know, freedom and you are speaking that forgiveness over your soul and over your mind. And so even if you are really, really struggling and you haven't like started the whole process yet, just begin to speak life over yourself. Say, I have forgiven this person for blah, blah, blah. And as you begin to speak that over yourself, you will eventually be set free with God's help and, you know, by walking it out every single day. There's definitely effort that we have to put into it, too. It's not just, you know, like a quick little prayer and then we're done. We have to implement it, but it's possible and we can forgive. We don't have to be bitter for our whole lives. We don't have to um, suffer the consequences of not doing so, which I'm about to get into because I think that it's important not only that we realize that we're not the weak ones for forgiving, but that we see some possibilities of people who do not choose to forgive. It has impacts on our social life and relationships, possible physical impacts on us, and definitely spiritual impacts. So I want to get into some of those because I feel like understanding the consequences of choosing not to forgive can also motivate some of us to you know, want that for ourselves. Okay, so impacts on our social life and relationships. Once again, like I mentioned before, it causes us to bleed on people that did not cut us. And what I mean by this is, have you ever had like a relationship with somebody, whether it was romantic or not, that you just, they are always a Debbie Downer. They are always complaining or raining on someone's parade. Maybe they're angry at you all all the time. It could be the sunniest day ever. It could be the best weather. And they are just they're down like they it's not I don't even mean like a down like a depression down I just mean like they always have something negative to say it just you could be the nicest person to them and they are just the meanest person back a lot of times these are just unhealed wounds again like I was saying earlier with the triggers it they're being triggered always because they don't have peace and when they don't have peace they're not going to give peace to anybody else because they don't even have it for themselves they are not at peace So um, whether, again, whether it's a romantic relationship or not, this just doesn't work in general with having relationships with people because who wants to be friends with somebody who is always raining on their parade and making them feel down and, you know, complaining? It's just, it's, it's not going to work. That's common sense because everybody wants peace. That is natural to want peace and to, you know, keep it. But when you are operating out of that unhealed wound, it's hard to have that peace because, it's disturbing yours already. You know what I mean? So um, it can cause us to bleed on people that did not cut us. Next, it can create huge obstacles in communication. How am I supposed to actively walk in all of the fruits of the spirit when I see somebody? If the first thing that I think of when I see them or think of them is what they did or how they made me feel, I'm, I'm not going to want to be gentle or kind or, you know, anything like that. I'm going to want to be the opposite and not want to talk to them. Or if I do talk to them, be mean or just, you know, angry, just like I was just saying with the person who doesn't have the peace, it causes a big, big obstacle when we decide to want to communicate with somebody or even if that person wasn't the person who did it, but especially if the person is the one that you're forgiving, it can be very difficult. Another impact that it can have on our social life and relationships 
is, you know, like those gossipers, you can turn into one. (laughs) The gossipers who try to degrade other people in an attempt to feel better about themselves. And sometimes they don't even understand that that is why they're doing it. They just think that like gossip is the hot topic and that's what they want to do. But if you look at a lot of people who gossip and just begin to examine what they're really going through or what they really have been through, a lot of times unforgiveness will be somewhere along the process and they never dealt with it. And so as a result of them, you know, not having that peace, they will try to bring others down with them instead of rising up. And that's why I said that it was so important that we make the decision to forgive because it is a decision. Like it might be hard, whatever, but as soon as we make the decision, we're already on the right track rather than someone who is just choosing to walk around with that bitterness. Okay, so before I go into the physical impacts that unforgiveness can have on our bodies, I just want to reiterate the fact that I I want this to help us all. Like, unforgiveness is not something that we all want to address in our day-to-day lives. It's not something that we're like, that's that exciting, but it's something that can have such a great impact on us. And we don't want to walk around with unforgiveness in our hearts, living a life that we feel like we can be triggered easily or that we're in these chains of just like feeling trapped constantly even thinking about somebody so that's why I'm doing this episode because I know that forgiveness has helped me so 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 much and I want it to help others so I'm not saying all of these impacts to scare us into wanting forgiveness but I'm just saying it to be real with y'all these are possibilities things that have happened to people that have chosen not to forgive or have never just acknowledged the the unforgiveness that they do have present in their lives and um, how that affected them. I want to speak blessings over everyone, not curses, but you know, there's real consequences to when we decide to make choices and I want us to make the right ones. So possible physical impacts of holding on to unforgiveness. Over time, bitterness and unforgiveness can actually have a effect on brains where it causes a chemical imbalance in the brain which can lead to things like depression and uh, personality disorders a lot of times even if you see patients in a rehabilitation center or something or in what they call mental hospitals in quotations um that didn't just happen to somebody one day like there's a root normally there's a root of trauma or there's a root of something that you know, cause their brain to even be able to do whatever it's doing, whatever the case may be. And something as simple as unforgiveness can cause a chemical imbalance too. So I think that that's something interesting because people are so fast sometimes to write people off as crazy, but could just as easily be in their position one day. You never know. So that's why I think that it's important that we see these physical aspects as well that unforgiveness could have on somebody so that you're able to look out for your health and, you know, make sure that you are in the right mental space at all times. Um, Another physical impact that unforgiveness could cause on somebody is obviously a higher risk for high blood pressure. I mean, like, if somebody's always angry and mad at somebody, then that's, that's common sense that they're going to have high blood pressure. And high blood pressure can lead to cardiovascular disease, heart issues, heart attacks, possibly, you know, just nothing good could come from it. <laughs> um, another impact could, it could weaken the immune system and it could do this by itself, unforgiveness could, or it could be because you have a reduced amount of sleep, insomnia. There are so many th- negative things, negative consequences that the that unforgiveness can have on people. Um, I've also heard somewhere along the way that it can impact kidneys very, very severely. And so we want to make sure that we're not holding on to these things because they have real consequences in our body, in our relationships, in 
a spiritual impact as well. So let's actually get into some of the spiritual impacts next um, because these all, in a way, tie together. So spiritual impact, um, no peace when a person comes around. That's, I mean, like, (laughs) I feel like I'm just continuing to repeat the same things just in different areas because it's all the same thing. Like, it never will yield any good in our lives holding on to unforgiveness. Um, another one is resentment. That resentment can open doors to other things settling in our soul that we don't want there, like sickness, revenge, anger, jealousy, envy, etc. Um, when we allow one thing in, just like I was kind of talking about the trauma, when something happens or you know, there's something that we cannot forgive somebody for that unforgiveness begins to settle in if we don't deal with it, if we don't take it out. So through that same door, other things are able to enter through like revenge and sickness and anger and jealousy and all of these things that aren't of God. And so when we have one open door, other things are able to come in. And what I mean by that is like, it's, it's kind of like if somebody is already, it's kind of like if somebody's holding open a door, right? On a physical building, like they're holding the door open for somebody and then they hold it open for somebody and then somebody else comes into the building, but then there's somebody right behind them. And so they come into the building. It doesn't always guarantee that somebody will be right behind the, right behind the other person, like letting them into the building. But if the door is already open, then other people are able to come in and just continue the process. So a lot of times, all it takes is one bad fruit in our lives, like unforgiveness, to invite other negative things to come into our lives and just eventually begin to take over and not not yield the best result, obviously, in our lives and make us depressed and make us sad all the time and make us angry and make us want revenge and, you know, just nothing good comes from holding on to anything bad. And unforgiveness is one of those things. Lastly, I think that one of the most important spiritual impacts that unforgiveness can have on us is the fact that it is a sin. And that means that it separates us from God. If we want to have a healthy relationship with God, then how can we be doing something and know it that separates us from him. So I feel like that is just like so, so it just like it hits different when you know that you are um, possibly like separating yourself from your source of life, basically. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, besides the fact that it has all of these other effects on our spirits and possible physical impacts and, you know, affects our social life, that's God that we're talking about. Like, that's God, the one who created every single thing. We don't want to be separated from him and his love. We want we want him because when you get to know him, I'm telling you, it's like everything comes into perspective. So it's so important that we, you know, are remain as close to him as possible when we if we want to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. So if anything separates us from God, then we know that we we need to let that go. And unforgiveness is for sure one of those. Okay, so before I wrap this episode up with a prayer, I just want to um, encourage us all that it is possible. Like we we can do anything with God, anything. And so when we want forgiveness and we bring that to him, he will honor that and he will help you through it as long as you're willing to, you know, do whatever you need to do in order to forgive. And it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes it could be as simple as you, you know, talking it out with somebody and, you know, just getting it off your chest because it, Maybe it hasn't been that much of a wound or it was just like a surface thing. You weren't really that mad, whatever. Or maybe sometimes it takes further prayer and deeper deliverance and deeper intimacy with God to really 
pluck up the root of that thing that is causing you to operate out of that unforgiveness. No matter the depth of the unforgiveness, we don't want it in our lives. It doesn't agree with God. It agrees with the enemy and we don't want any bad fruit. We don't want to produce any bad fruit in our lives. So I just want to encourage us all to know that we are able to do it. We can, we can, we can, no matter how hard it seems, no matter how long you've been holding on to it, whether it ha- whatever it was happened to you as a baby and you're 50 years old, you're 80 years old, however old you are, whether it just happened to you yesterday, whatever it may be, we are able to forgive with God. It is possible. That's his character. Of course, he's going to help you to do the same. And so just I encourage us all to ask for help and don't give up. Even if you feel like something keeps bubbling up, keep on forgiving them. Like I said, it's a process. And sometimes whether the person is still around or not, they may continue to do things. And that's a, that's another reason why I'm saying you need to pray about what it, where they should be in your life because he doesn't want us to be just subject to abuse always either. Just pray about it. You know what I mean? But anyway... What I'm saying is that we are able to do it. No matter how hard it may seem or how easy it may be, actually, we are able to forgive with God's help. So be encouraged. If you want that forgiveness out of your life, then just start with a simple prayer to God. And I'm actually going to close this out with a prayer, like I said. But um, it all starts with your decision, honestly, to, you know, choose to forgive that person and no longer hold on to that. And again, it's not about that person that you are forgiving it's about you and wanting to be free. I feel like too often we think that it's about the person and we're like, well, no, they don't deserve forgiveness. Okay, first of all, that's a loaded statement within itself because what makes you think that you deserve forgiveness from God if you can't forgive them, you know what I mean? But then in addition to that, how like, how did forgiveness become about them? Like, It's about you being free, love. So <laughs> I just want us to all know that we can do it and we will as long as we make the decision to. So I'm about to say a prayer and then I'm going to close the episode out. So dear Heavenly Father, we come to you repenting for any unforgiveness that we may be holding in our hearts. Lord, we know that your will for us is to live a life full of abundance and forgiveness and that's our desire as well. We want to be free. We want to be close to you, Lord, and experience your everlasting love to the fullest. So we come to you asking your Holy Spirit to guide us through forgiving others and filling us up in the areas where previous wounds were. Heal any wounds or triggers that we may be holding tightly onto. Help us to forgive just as you chose to forgive us at the cross when you offered your perfect body as the ultimate sacrifice for us all. Heal us, Lord. We don't want anything hindering our relationship with you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so um, now that we've said that prayer, like I was saying with the speaking, where you can speak life or death over yourself. So I want to end this by just having a nice little repeat thing where you can choose to say this if you want to or not, but I'm going to just like lead in a guided, you know, forgiveness type of statement. So I want you to repeat after me and then I'll say it again so that you can hear it for yourself or replay this however many times you'd like to. So, dear Lord, I forgive blank for blank and you obviously insert your own little things in there i will no longer allow this event words or abuse to control any aspect of my life i decree and declare that i am free in jesus name amen okay so i'm gonna repeat it one more time and then for the blanks by the way where you're saying i forgive blank you're saying their name and then for blank what they did So we're going to go through it one more time and then I'll close it out. I forgive 
blank for blank, I will no longer allow this event, words, or abuse to control any aspect of my life. I decree and declare that I am free in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so I want to leave that on a good note. I want us all to know that there is hope. We don't have to walk around with this unforgiveness and feeling like we're constantly walking on eggshells when we're around somebody or even thinking about something that happened in the past. Triggers are not normal and they should not be normalized. We are made to live life full of abundance and that does not include walking around feeling bound to these chains of unforgiveness so i love you all i hope that you have an amazing rest of your day whatever time you're watching this and i pray that you truly do let go of that unforgiveness and you are set free just as i have been myself and remember there may be other things in life that come up that you may need to forgive some people for i told you it could be as simple as somebody cutting you off in traffic but we're with this new mindset we're able to implement that and live lives full of abundance even more and closer to god so i love you all i hope that you have an amazing day and i will talk to you on the next episode of rain and fruit podcast